0: Hello Truth Seekers, and welcome back to another episode of the Truth Seekers Bible Stories for Kids podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker, and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. In last week's episode, we learned about Jacob and how he deceived his father Isaac into giving him the blessing. When Esau, Jacob's brother, found out he was so angry, he said he would kill Jacob for what he had done. Because Jacob feared for his life, he fled to his mother's homeland in Haran to live with his uncle Laban. Today we are going to learn about Jacob's time with his Uncle Laban. You see, Jacob set out on his journey to find his mother's family. He might have been scared and afraid and lonely. Remember, Jacob had always been the quiet one who stayed near the tents of his family. He had never left home, and now he was leaving everything he had ever known and loved. But on his journey, something miraculous happened. One night, as Jacob stopped to sleep after the sun had set, he lay his head down, and as he was sleeping, he had a dream where the Lord God himself appeared. What must that have been like for Jacob to have God appear to him in his dream? In Jacob's dream, he saw a tall stairway. Have you ever climbed a staircase that had so many steps you had to stop and catch your breath before you got to the top? The bottom of the stairway in Jacob's dream was touching the earth and it was so tall that the top of it reached all the way to heaven. That's a tall stairway. Jacob looked up at the stairway And as he looked closer on it, he realized there were angels. These angels were ascending up the stairway to heaven and descending down the stairway from heaven. What an awesome sight to see! And there, at the very top above the stairway, stood the Lord. And he said to Jacob, I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham, and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your descendants the land on which you are lying. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth, and you will spread out to the west and to the south. All peoples on earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go, and I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you Jacob woke up and sat up straight with his eyes wide open he jumped up and said surely the Lord is in this place and I was not aware of it he said how awesome is this place this is the gate to the house of God himself well I'm sure that Jacob was so happy and relieved Not only had God appeared to him, but God had promised that he would be with him. Jacob would not be alone on this journey away from home. And did you hear what else God had said to Jacob? He said he promised that he would bring Jacob back to his home and family. What a good God to promise this to Jacob. I'm sure Jacob had been wondering if he would ever see his family or home again. Well, now we must pause the story for a moment because I want you to remember a word we learned a few episodes back. Do you remember the word that means promise? If you said covenant, then you are correct. Do you remember that God made a covenant with Abraham? What were the promises in the covenant that God had made to Abraham? There were three things that God had promised to Abraham. One, the land of Canaan. Two, his descendants would be like the dust of the earth and the stars in the sky. They would be so numerous. And three, that all peoples of the earth would be blessed through him because one day Jesus would come through his line. Now that we have remembered what God promised to Abraham, did you hear what he promised to Jacob? It was the exact same thing. God was making the same covenant to Jacob that he had made to his grandfather Abraham so many years ago. This was the blessing and the birthright that now belonged to Jacob. These covenant promises were now promised to Jacob. But how is this going to happen, you ask, if Jacob is leaving Canaan? God will bring him back. You'll see. Let's continue the story. As Jacob approached his uncle's hometown, he met some shepherds who were looking after their sheep. Jacob asked them, Where are you from? We are from Haran, they said. Jacob asked, Do you know my uncle Laban? Yes, we know him, they said. He is well, and here comes his daughter Rachel with the sheep. While Jacob was still talking to them, Rachel came up with her father's sheep because she was a shepherdess. Do you know what a shepherdess is? A shepherdess is a female shepherd. She looked after her father's sheep. And when Jacob saw Rachel, the Bible says he began to weep. Why do you think Jacob would cry? Do you think maybe he was so overcome with God's goodness in bringing him safely to his mother's family that he couldn't help but be overcome with emotion? Do you think he finally felt safe now that he found people he could live with? As soon as Laban heard about Jacob, his sister's son, he was so excited. He hurried to meet him and embraced him and brought him into his home. Laban welcomed Jacob as his own son. Now after some time had gone by and Jacob had unpacked his things and moved in, he began to help his uncle Laban and work for him. He took care of his land and animals. Laban had two daughters, Rachel and Leah. But Jacob had not forgotten about Rachel. You see, Jacob loved Rachel. He loved her so much that he wanted to marry her. So Jacob told Laban, He said, I will work for you for seven years. And after seven years, I would like to marry your daughter, Rachel. So Laban said, of course, it is better for you to marry her than any other man. So Jacob served seven years to marry Rachel. And the Bible says they seemed only like a few days to Jacob because he loved Rachel so very much. You see, I told you there were love stories in the Bible. After the seven years were completed, Jacob came to Laban and said, My time is completed, and I want to marry Rachel now. So Laban brought together all the people of the place and gave a feast, and they celebrated Jacob's marriage to Rachel. But wait, Laban did something very tricky. When night came, And it was too dark for Jacob to see, Laban sent Leah, his other daughter, to Jacob instead. And in the morning, when the sun came up, Jacob realized that he had married Leah instead of Rachel. Can you imagine Jacob's disappointment? He had worked seven long years to marry Rachel, And instead he was given Leah her older sister why that's not fair you say why would Laban do such a thing that was so deceitful it was deceitful wasn't it isn't it sad that Jacob who had been deceitful to his own father was now being deceived himself Laban said to Jacob I cannot give you Rachel to marry because she is the youngest and I must marry the oldest daughter Leah first. If you really want to marry Rachel, you can work another seven years for her." Another seven years? What would Jacob do? Well, he loved Rachel so much, he told Laban that he would work another seven years so that he could marry Rachel. So Laban gave Rachel to marry Jacob, and the Bible says that Jacob loved Rachel more than he loved Leah. It was never God's plan for man to marry more than one woman. God only wanted there to be one husband and one wife married to each other. But Jacob was deceived. He had been deceived by Laban. Laban had tricked him. And I'm sure it didn't feel good to be on the other end of being deceived. I'm sure that Jacob felt sorry that he had ever deceived his father. But now he was a husband to not only Rachel, but to Leah as well. The truth that we find in this story, the truth that we seek out, is that our actions matter. Our choices and what we say and what we do have consequences. Even though God had forgiven Jacob and blessed him and promised to be with him, there would still be consequences for his actions. Not only did Jacob have to run for his life from his brother and leave his home, he was then deceived by his uncle into marrying someone he didn't want to marry. Jacob was learning a hard lesson, but God had promised to be with him and God still loved him. And God will be with us too. Before we speak or before we act, we must think about the consequences of our words and actions. Let's ask ourselves, is what I am about to say or what I am about to do pleasing to God? God will bless us for our obedience to Him. The Bible says in Deuteronomy, 30.15 Thirty fifteen. 15. See, I have set before you life and good, death and evil. That was the Lord talking to the Israelites. God gives us a choice. He says, I have given you a choice between life and death, between good and evil. Let's choose life with our words and our actions so there might be consequences that lead to life and good. In our lives. If you'd like to read today's Bible story, you can find it in Genesis chapter 29. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode as we learn more about Jacob, Leah, Rachel, and their children. Let me pray for you before we go. Dear Father, thank you for going before us and guiding us in all we do. We look to you, God, for direction in our lives. Help us to think before we speak and before we act. Help us to make choices that are pleasing to you and that bring life and peace to our lives and those around us. Help us to obey you in all we do. Amen. Thank you for joining me today. And if you liked what you've heard, please feel free to leave a review in iTunes as this will help others to find the podcast and learn about God too. I look forward to our time together next week.